Welcome, another episode, Dr. James Beckett Sports Card Insights here with Tim Getch. We're going to talk about uh, his favorite player and a, kind of a favorite of mine too, Oral Hershiser. We both uh, had some uh, interaction and uh, proximity, and I think uh, he's uh, uh, a good role model in many respects and an excellent pitcher and uh, of some notoriety. We're not his only two fans, but we'll <laughs> talk about that. But first, I want to thank my other sponsors. I certainly want to thank ComC for sponsoring today's show and providing almost all of the uh, audio. <laughs> we'll see some back and forth with Tim and I. But also uh, Beckett.com, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Burbank Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. So great sponsors, uh, but we're going to focus on not Com C today, but on Tim and your mm-hmm. uh, player collecting for mm-hmm. Oral. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, you know, I taught at Bowling Green. Okay. And I had some overlap with him. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, and I was a, I was a professor and I had a, uh, I was busy, not so much being a professor, although I did get tenure when I was there. Uh-huh. And I had to walk past the baseball field to get to the golf course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> which I played some golf. One of my secrets of uh, getting tenure, other than having a, a, a strong scholarly record to be a good teacher, uh-huh. is uh, I played golf with the dean. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I didn't let him beat me. <laughs> really? Uh, we we actually we actually were almost perfectly evenly matched, huh. and he so appreciated uh-huh. the fact that I didn't let him win <laughs> that when he beat me, he legitimately uh-huh. beat me. Uh-huh. It was uncanny how we were both uh-huh. equally not so great, <laughs> but he could tell I wasn't letting him win, and I was uh, so he was he looked favorably on my on my scholarly publications, of which my first scholarly publication was read by as many people. I just bought my first price guide in the first 15 <laughs> minutes, I think. Uh, so I think I've told that story. Anyway, Oral Hershiser, you're, uh, are you his biggest fan? Um, I, I'm sure there's other bigger fans because I've looked at um, kind of the market and what things are selling for now, and people are paying so more paying money more. Than, than I've been willing to pay. Uh, there's actually a lot of people that yeah. collect Oral Hershiser. I have other players that I collect that are much more obscure, and I'm used to being the only, only one, one yeah. collecting those players. But Oral Hershiser is one of the more popular players I collect. Well, how are you collecting him? I mean, what, do you have bounds? We we talked to the guy last yeah. night that that collects Brett Favre, yeah, but only right. ninety one to two thousand. Are you? Uh, well, I uh, was trying to collect everything I could find of Oral Hershiser. Unfortunately, I'm not a big fan of the Leaf and Panini cards that oh. don't have the team logo. I just, right. I, I especially like an autograph card. I don't really All feel right. like paying a premium when it, it doesn't have the team logo on it. So it's I, I've focused on. Really, uh, cards that have the team logo or minor league cards. Um, although you did yeah. just show me a card I didn't know existed. Uh, just, just, just save it up for you, Tim. <laughs> now the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of well, uh, Oral's worthy of of, uh, of mm-hmm. collecting, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think he's um, he he had a not rags to riches, mm-hmm. but he it seemed like he really paid his dues. Mm-hmm. Because when I was at Bowling Green, he wasn't a big stuff until mm-hmm. maybe maybe his last year. He okay. he he was good, but uh, just a, a bulldog. Yeah, a bulldog. Yeah. So was that your attraction? Was just that he was a, or are you a doxology fan? Um, well, I I started paying attention to baseball in '87 because Ooh. the Twins won the World Series, and so everybody. I grew up in Minnesota, so we were all yeah. watching the World Series. And then I thought in '88, oh, I want to start investing in sports cards. I was. Uh, Oh gosh, a grade schooler. And mm-hmm. so I was paying attention very closely to the sports card industry and 
then that 88 was the year Oral Hershiser had his streak. And I, the very first card show I went to was to find an Oral Hershiser rookie card because the local card show, shop that I went to didn't have one. So I had to go to the card show. And then I discovered all sorts of other Oral Hershiser cards. And I would pretty much pick up any kind of, back then it was common to have Broders and all sorts of weird cards. Right. And so I would, I, I would pick up whatever I could find. And, and also, there weren't crazy parallels. Right. So, like, maybe the Desert Shield would have been right. the first hard-to-find uh, Hershiser card. And uh, I, looking back at my childhood collection of Hershizers, um, yeah, it was just, like, food issue cards. And uh, I, I got the minor league card, a couple of minor league cards. And then uh, my early days on eBay... Actually, if you know what my eBay username is, it's a uh, nod to Oral Hershiser. Uh, I, I created the account to find Oral Hershiser cards. And and then even... And then you started ComC to find Oral Hershiser cards. <laughs> ComC was a combination. Of, by the time I started ComC, I was an avid basketball collector. And most of my focus has been on basketball. Uh, Hershiser and uh, I also collect Brian Harper. Uh, there's a couple of players, baseball players that I collect, but I have a lot of other kind of... Uh, reasons to collect basketball are, are, cards. Uh, for, but with oral, are mm-hmm. you 95% complete? I mean, are, are, except for the really, really tricky yeah. parallels? Uh, or I, so I just looked at my ComC account mm-hmm. and I have um, more than 500 different oral Hershiser cards, but I don't know how that compares. I didn't look to see how many different oral Hershiser cards there are. And then I probably have some that I have never been on the site as well. Um, but I also, back with Oral Hershey, I have a ton of his rookie cards just because I mean, yeah. close so to the So you don't mind duplicates? With. Yeah, yeah. I really, it's mainly his rookie cards that I'll get yeah. a lot of duplicates of. So I probably have almost 100 copies of every rookie card, if not like the tops cards. I probably have closer to 500. You're graded. Do you get them graded? Or you... I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of Come grading. On, Tim. <laughs> uh, I, I've never really been big into grading. I do yeah. have some. I have. Uh, some graded Tiffany, uh, and I probably have some of the base rookie cards. But um, the other ones, uh, the Finest Refractor 93. Uh, so there, there's some cards that I wanted to get graded. Or I shouldn't say get them graded, but I bought you them, bought them already graded. graded. Well, you wouldn't crack them out. Right, right. But I, that's not really been my focus. Because I'm not collecting him to invest in him. I'm right. collecting him because I like his cards. What's I like your his endgame? career. What's your endgame? Uh, with Hershiser, it's probably an inheritance down the road. I'm not planning on selling the Hershiser. Although, I do have to say, uh, following the, the current market, Museum or... <laughs> the <Hershiser laughs> uh, I did buy a bunch of autographed Hershiser cards in the early 2000s and uh, mid 2000s. And though, especially now that nothing has a team logo, yeah. the old ones with the team logo are selling for yeah. a lot more than yeah. I paid for yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, and I have some duplicates of those. I, winning stuff at auction, it's hard to, only get one. Often you'll be bidding on multiple auctions at the same time and end up with both of them. So uh, I do have some that I could part with. Uh, you know, listeners need to realize that the opinions of the guests are not necessarily the opinions, but in some cases they are the same opinions. And I shouldn't play favorites, uh, Panini, Overleaf, or or even vice versa. I mean, all these car companies, uh, I think, do a great job with what they have. The the, yeah. the licensing situations yeah. are yeah. what what we find in yeah. this day and age. Yeah. And so. Uh, to to make the card or not make the card, mm-hmm. they can still make the card but not have the logo. Right. So, but it's uh, they, they like they'd all like to have the, the logos. Uh, on so that not, note, not... I, I do collect a ton of basketball, so I buy a lot of Panini cards. Okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, for Hershiser, I just I won't pay as much of a premium for mm-hmm. a card that doesn't have the team logo. 
will you ever be complete? I mean, is this, are you? Actually, that's a great question because, uh, as I mentioned, I didn't check. I haven't looked up to see cards that ComC knows about, but I don't own. I, I do know there's a number that I don't have because uh, I can actually just look at ComC and look at the sold out items and see, well, there's a feature that I have. I'm listening. That I haven't <laughs> turned on for the public yet okay. that highlights any cards that I own. It puts a gray background on any card that I own. So I can actually just look at Oral Hershiser on ComC, look at all the sold out items or even items that are for sale. And anything that I don't already own jumps out at me. And I, I know there's a number on there that I don't already have. Uh, so that's a feature that will be coming to everybody in sometime in the near future, probably this okay. year. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, uh, a guy we were talking to, we, we had this uh, dinner last night. We'll, we'll mention, mention it. I'm not sure when that'll drop or when this will drop, but one of the guys, told me at some point that he's a player collector. He did have a want list, mm -hmm. but he could not disclose what he was missing. Right. Because then people, people would see him yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. So do you have that same, or, or is it just a you lack know, of full organization or I, I have another mixed, thing you're trying to get to? I have mixed feelings about that because I do collect a bunch of obscure things and I will never get them if people don't know that I'm looking for them. So while some people may try to capitalize on the fact that I'm looking for cards and, and try to scoop them up and, and make a, a profit trying to flip them, um, some other people may just try to help me out as a fellow collector and send cards in that I might need. Uh, so part of the reason I haven't rolled out all the features related to building a want list and uh, publicizing things that you want is I want to think through those scenarios and how they're going to be utilized. For example, if someone is looking through cards that I need and sending something into ComC because they want to help me fill my want list or another collector that has it legitimately on their want list, I want them to be able to offer it to us first before yeah. it goes out to people that are just looking to flip it. Uh, and so I think what we're going to see is a combination of people declaring the cards that they're chasing after, a set, a player, yeah. the cards that they have, the cards that they want. And then as new cards come onto the site, they'll get notifications of those cards that they're missing. Yeah. And then you get a chance to, to kind of get an early bird special to jump on those cards and, and grab the ones you need. And then if the people that are the true collectors, the super collectors, yeah. uh, the set builders, once they've passed on it, then if someone else wants to buy it and sit on it, uh, then they can do yeah. that. And you can separate out the the, the flippers from the. So, I mean, I know. So if someone is trying to flip, they would have to declare that they're looking for that player. So you could say, "I'm looking. I'm going to look at every Oral Hershiser card that comes on, and I want all these Oral Hershiser cards." But I might have some smarts that say, "How many Oral Hershiser cards do you have?" If, the, if you have 75% of all Oral Hershiser cards, I might give you a 30-second head start on buying this card over someone who simply just said, I want to see all the Oral Hershiser cards. Is this a, a premium category of, uh, of buyer? Because, uh, you know, probably. My, and so with ComC, I think the playing field is pretty level. Mm -hmm. It's good for the buyer, mm -hmm. good for the seller. Mm -hmm. But the things you're talking about with respect to Oral Hershiser mm -hmm. and other mm -hmm. player-collecting things, mm -hmm. could that tip the balance in favor of certain buyers. Well, I think what it'll do is encourage people to be collectors yeah. and because a lot of times what happens is people try to um, flip cards and as a collector, you're buying them second, third hand after several flips. Yeah. And I would prefer to, to help out the people that Get are in the actually... the hands of the person that's... The, the, the person that's going to take it off the market. Yeah. 
And I, th- I think that's fine. And that it, it honestly would help the initial consigner of the card to get a bigger premium on it if they can sell it directly to the person that's going to take take possession of the card. Okay, last question. How many other Oral Hershiser collectors are there out there? You think there's 10 that are more avid? 20, 50, 100? Um, For Brian Harper, it could be yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, although right, he had a right. couple of good You know, years. I, I didn't look up that data, but I probably could. I could look at ComC and see who's buying the most Oral Hershiser cards. I don't I don't know off the top yeah. of my head, but I would imagine there's at least 10 avid Hershiser But have collectors. him on there for alerts yeah, for when his cards yeah, pop up. And yeah. that's... Again, you don't represent the whole industry. I think you have a significant part of it, but there's probably others out there too. But if you're a collector of any player, again, a plug for ComC, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you be on ComC mm-hmm. to see at least at least, at least uh, perusing the site mm-hmm. and taking advantage of uh, the opportunity to buy something? And and uh, actually, you better get on there now because apparently there's going to be uh, uh, some of these features. You better you better get in while you can and get your <laughs> get your place in line and let let Tim know that you're an Oral Hershiser collector. Mm-hmm. Actually, that won't do any good. <laughs> Maybe let him know that you're some other kind of collector. But Oral, thanks for giving us great memories. Sorry I didn't um, uh, have uh, more interaction with you at uh, at Bowling Green State University. It was a great place, very sports oriented place, and uh, have fond memories from being there in the late seventies. So that's um, gave you your your start and your perseverance was uh, was uh, well rewarded. So thanks, Tim, for giving us a chance to go back on those uh, memories. Be back again with another episode tomorrow. And Tim, I want to get you back for another episode where we can dig deeper into some of these future features of ComC. Thanks, listeners. See you tomorrow.